Hello and welcome to the Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Monthly Roundup. Every month, we at Partners for Access bring to you some of the most important news developments in the orphan drug cell and gene therapy world and what they mean to you. Welcome to the show. I'm Kieran Cassidy, a senior analyst here at Partners for Access, and we're going to be running through Latin America and its potential market size and capabilities for orphan drugs and gene therapies. Latin America is one of the world's most important pharmaceutical markets, with the Latin American pharmaceutical market forecast to grow at 9% per year through to 2028, and it's already more than twice the size of the African and Middle Eastern markets combined. Latin America consists of Five key markets, which include Brazil, which is the largest, followed by Mexico, Colombia, Argentina, and Chile. Brazil's pharma market alone is bigger than that of the United Kingdom, Italy, Canada, and Spain, and it is expected to surpass France to become the world's fifth largest by 2023. As tier one countries or traditional pharma markets tighten their healthcare budgets, the pharma industry will have to consider new sources of revenue, and there are opportunities for the companies willing to and able to adapt to the emerging and non-traditional markets such as Latin America. There is a great regional variation among Latin countries, with these markets requiring a tailored approach and therefore reliable partners who know how to handle the complexities in each of these markets. Overall, Latin America presents an opportunity for pharma industry and should be considered early on as a way to adapt their global presence to to the challenges in the traditional markets. In which case, we're gonna take a closer look at Brazil Brazil, as mentioned before, is the largest pharmaceutical market in the LATAM region and is expected to rival what are currently tier one markets. Brazil was the first country in the region to approve the marketing of gene therapy products. The Brazilian Health Regulatory Agency, Anvisa, granted marketing authorization for Novartis's gene therapy products, Luxterna and Zolgensma, with marketing authorizations received on the 6th and the 17th of August last year, respectively. Prior to Anvisa's final decision, both products had been approved by the Brazilian Technical Commission of Biosafety, which is responsible for evaluating biosafety of genetically modified organisms in Brazil. As for pricing of these therapies, this was decided in December 2020 at the sixth extraordinary meeting of the Medicines Market Regulation Chamber, CMED. The agency, CMED, authorized the maximum selling price for Novartis' gene therapies or Gensma, which was then available for the treatment of spinal muscular atrophy for patients aged two or under, and Luxterna, which would be made available for the treatment of vision loss due to hereditary retinal dystrophy. CMED's decision to set the price for these gene therapies, Brazil's first two ever gene therapies, was called unprecedented by the Brazilian National Sanitary Surveillance Agency, or ANVISA. Although a price has been agreed, the approval of the first gene therapy products in Brazil also brings up the issue of whether these drugs will become available in the Unified Health System, the SUS. The SUS provides universal therapeutic assistance to all citizens, as well as pharmaceuticals, devices, and other products appropriate for treatment. The Unified Health System, which is decentralized in its management, plays an integral role in providing access to therapies within the largest public health care system in the world. However, Universal access to the public healthcare system with full and free access for the whole population does not mean access to all kinds of treatment. 
Many medicinal products are not provided in the SUS, including Zolgensma and Luxterna. Whether a product is included in the SUS is determined by Brazil's HTA agency, the National Committee for Technologies and Cooperation, or CONITEC. CONITEC is responsible for performing health technology assessments and advising the Ministry of Health on the incorporation or disinvestment of health technologies into the SUS, along with the development of clinical guidelines. Health technology appraisals are a continuous process of analysing and summarising potential health benefits and economic and social consequences inherent on employing certain technologies, while considering the following aspects. Safety, accuracy, efficacy, effectiveness, cost, cost effectiveness, equity, and any ethical or cultural or environmental impact involved in their use. However, the existing health technology appraisal regimen has some pitfalls and is often a barrier to citizens' access to healthcare. Despite not being available in the SUS, these two gene therapies, like many high-cost therapies in the region, are actually accessible through a judicial route. This is based on the fact that all Latin American countries have health for all in their constitution. This puts an obligation on the healthcare system services, both private and public, to obtain the prescribed treatment from abroad if it's not available locally. Through a judicial route, citizens can effectively sue for the medicine to be paid for by the government based on their constitutional right for health. Although this may sound like a simple and attractive solution to manufacturers of high cost orphan drugs and gene therapies, this route is less desirable than a favorable assessment via Conatech and inclusion on the SUS. Some reasons for this would be that cases can fail in court. For example, they could be, they could, an argument could be put forward that preventing access to treatment would not cause a citizen's health to deteriorate and therefore nullify their right to healthcare argument, among with other arguments that can be put forward in court. It's also possible that with a legal decision in the patient's favour, patients may also be underdosed, uh, presented with stringent diagnostic requirements, or assigned physicians um, and specialist centres which are just too far away to get to. All of these are barriers to uptake. Because of the difficulties associated with the judicial route and health technology appraisal inadequacies being considered a key factor in patients needing to use the judicial route, we will be watching keenly to see how these regions develop a viable market for high-cost therapies. We at P4A are hopeful about, about this as the LATAM region has made collaborative efforts with other HTA agencies in more developed markets to make the market more receptive to high-cost therapies. And we at P4A are hopeful about LATAM, the LATAM region with Brazil acting as a flagship and hope you can keep up to date with our other insights in the region as they develop. Again, my name is Kieran Cassidy and thank you for listening. And that's it for this month. For more news and analysis, go to our website www partnersforaccess.com Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and don't forget to leave a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening. See you next month.